Blog Talk Radio. Sure, you go out there and vote. But in the building, as promised, we got my man Marcellus in the building. Welcome to the show, fam. Yes, sir. How you doing? Ah, man, I'm good, man. We finally got you, man. We glad to have you, brother. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Glad to be here, man. Let them know where you calling from. I'm calling from Dallas, Texas, man. Uh, Dallas, Fort Worth, Texas. Let me say it like that. Uh, in McKinney. Uh, it's, it's hot today. <laughs> uh, uh, man, you know, you got some good music, bro, man. We want to know who some of the people that, you know, influenced you to do what you do. Man, most of my influences come from, like, Bruno Mars, Michael Jackson, um, 
my, my biggest influence is Prince. That's somebody who I always mm-hmm. looked up to. Uh, you know, especially with my age too, man. But uh, yeah, Michael Jackson, Bruno Mars, and Prince, man, my my favorite three influences. Yes, sir. Now, being that you named some of the greats, man, I want you to tell me, man, what you feel is different in the music game from, you know, what's going on now to, you know, some of the greats from when you was listening to some of them great people that you just named. I, I think as of right now, man, uh, the only difference I hear between the R&B and, and rock R&B and stuff like that, it, it's a lot of auto-tune and it's, it's more clubby than it was back then. Back then, you know, you had that soulful R&B. You know what I'm saying, but now it's. I mean, I'm not. I'm not trying to lock down the, the new generation. You know, because Chris Brown is, is doing his thing. You know, but I just feel like I, I just feel like it's, it's a lot of auto tune, auto tunish. You know what I'm saying, and uh, it, it can be a little better. But I, I think that's that's the only that's the only thing, man. It's the old old R and school R and B is completely different from the new school R and B. Okay, I mean that's, that's the only difference. Now this is a question that we always ask. You know, artists, if you had the power to change something in the music business now, you know, if you had the power to change it, you know, what would that be? Oh, that's a good question. Man, if I had the power to change anything, man, it'll be record labels. <laughs> yeah, it'll be uh, record labels, man, because I, I got a couple of offers to where they wanted more control over my career than giving me control. You know what I'm saying? And from my understanding, just just the way how they 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 they, they promote themselves to these artists and these artists feed into that, and not knowing what they get into, you know what I'm saying? But if I had the mm-hmm. power, I would definitely change that. All right, all right. Now you know a lot of artists when they when they do things, man. You know sometimes they beyond music, they be acting, or sometimes they be got clothing lines. Do you got anything else that you know you want the public to know about that you do other when you're not doing music? Oh, most definitely, man. It's funny you said that. I actually act. Um, I'm also a stage writer, uh, director. Um, I write my own screen, I mean, my own uh, short film. Um, I've been doing that for about, ooh, I started write, writing short films about three years ago. And mm. uh, I also model. Um, okay. But the biggest thing is, is acting. I, I took on acting for a couple of years, and I actually went to school for it, man. And so when I'm not doing music, I'm always in front of the camera. I'm always in front of the camera. Either modeling or acting. Is it, no, I ain't Is there some stuff we can go check out that, that you in that you might want the public to go check you out in? Oh, most definitely, man. Uh, if you go to YouTube and just type in Marcellus Clay, all, every single video I've ever been in will pop up. Every single one of them. Okay. Acting, from music videos, uh, modeling. Uh, yeah, everything is on YouTube. Yes, sir. Now, you know, now, for a younger guy that's out there that's listening to you, like, yo, son got all his stuff right, man. Like, how what's the, what's the path would you tell him to take? One, one more time, I can hear you. Like, you know, this, this younger artist that's just getting in the game, and they, and they probably listening to this show, and they saying, damn, I want, I want to get my, 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 my love to son level. Like, what steps should they take? Like, what's the first beginning steps that you took? The, the first stuff I took, man, I was I was afraid. I was scared. <laughs> I, I was mm. afraid to sing in front of people. You know what I'm saying? So I, I had to build that confidence before I was able to, to say, hey, I'm going to really do this. So the first step, to, uh, I mean, just for you know, people, man, the first step is, is to have confidence. The second step is, is, is to build an audience. You know what I'm saying? Getting people faces. 
like, hey, my name is blah, blah. This is my new song. Go check me out. You're going to have some people that, you know, be like, man, get out of my face. But you're going to have those. You're also going to have those support. So the first thing I did, man, when I got to the studio and started writing my music, I was like, you know what? I'm going to do this. I, I love singing. I love performing. First thing I did, I made my first CD. I, I hit the streets. <laughs> I hit every corner. I was, tr- I was trying to sell the music first, but, you know, the cops started messing with me for taking money. And they just yeah, they mm. didn't start making up all kinds of stuff. So I, instead, I started blessing people. And I was like, hey, man, if you don't mind, can you take the CD? And, you know what I'm saying, the flyer and check me out if you like it. You know what I'm saying, uh, email me and say, hey, you know, like add stuff to my, my fan mail. And uh, slowly but surely, man, uh, I started getting a fan base. And American Idol came to Dallas in 07. And I just like, mm. I just like to go for it. And I passed. Mm. And that's, that's slowly how I really started my career. And I actually gained my, my fan base. But... Every every new artist, man, you you have to hustle. You have to stay humble, and you have to hustle, and you have to believe in yourself. That's the first key. Believe in yourself, no matter what nobody tells you. Your mama, your daddy, your cousin, your best friend. You can't sing a rap, man. No, believe in yourself. That's the first step, man. Yeah. I, I see a lot of kids that young that come to me and ask me, DM me, hey, Marcellus, man, uh, what's the best way to grow my fan base? Or what's you know this and that. I had a young kid named Steve to hit me up yesterday to tell me that he was giving up on his music. And I literally asked him why, man. He told me, he said, because my parents don't support me. You know what I'm saying? They told mm-hmm. me they, they won't they want put no money towards my career. They won't, you know what I'm saying? They won't, um, they, basically, they wouldn't find him for anything. So I told him, I was like, hey, man, look, this is the best way to do it. You have to get out here and, and start getting people's faces. The same thing I said earlier. Get people's faces. Um, you, you have to set a goal. You have to set a plan for yourself. So take you know, five goals, you know, each week, man, and, and follow them goals and hit it hard and don't give up. <laughs> don't give up. Mm-hmm. And, you know, sometimes parents be like, you know, they, they be thinking that it's hard to make it. You know how parents think if they're not in the music or if they're not playing sports, they, the first thing in their mind is like, oh, that's a million to one chance to do it. So sometimes, like, when you gave him the great advice, because if he got to do a little bit on his own and his parents might come to a show and see him, be like, hey, my kid is really talented, and then get behind him. But sometimes in the beginning, they just – it's not like I, I don't think they just don't support us. They just be don't want us to get heartbreak because they feeling like it's a one in a million chance. You know what I mean? Yep, I agree. You're right, and that that that'd be a case. That'd be that'd be 98 percent of the cases, too, bro. And you're right on that. Cause my mom was the same way. She she didn't she didn't you know she supported me, but it wasn't to the level to where like that's my son. You know what I'm saying? Like put put him on stage. It was nothing like that. It was to the point to where if I said, hey, Mark, can I go to at age of 15? Can I go to the studio and I have the song I recorded? Yeah, go ahead. That's fine. But when I come home with the song, you know, there was no support. You know what I'm saying? It's like, mm-hmm. no, you, you need to, you know, do this, get your, your schoolwork or focus on this. And I'm like, mm-hmm. Ma, I'm, I'm writing a song. Look at this. You know what I'm saying? But instead, I was, you know, getting books thrown at me. Like, hey, you need to, you know, keep your head in books and make sure school this and that. But I, I kept it going, man. I, I kept it going. And, mm-hmm. and I believed in myself. And, you know what I'm saying? And that's why the fans, got, you know, have what they have now for me. So, yeah, big time. And you're right. Mm-hmm. Now you got the song Better Way, man. What was the inspiration behind that song? Better Way, man. That's my <laughs> that's my top song. But I, I love I Can't Breathe, man. But Better Way is something I, I, I spend a time with. Um, I was in a relationship, man, and it was toxic. It was very toxic. Um, we, we we could never agree on anything. Um, she spent more time, you know, more time with her friends instead of me, her family instead of me, and. It just got very toxic, man, to where we just didn't respect each other. You know what I'm saying? And 
I'm just basically telling her, like, it's, it's a better way to love each other. We don't have to be this way. Mm. We really don't have to be this way, man. And, you know, if the love is real, you know, it'll happen, you know. But if it's not, hey, move on. But, yeah, that's, that's the meaning behind that song, man. I was in a very toxic relationship, and I didn't know how to cope. I didn't know how to to love her right, you know what I'm saying? And I just I couldn't understand why the relationship was so toxic. So I decided to get a pen and paper. You know, instead of talking to her, I, I, I locked myself in the room. <laughs> I had me look a drink, drink, look smoke, smoke, and I said, you know what, let me write this song, man. And that's exactly what I came up with. Better the way, bro. Mm. And that's one of my favorite songs. All right, so we're going to get song. into that joint. We got Marcellus in the building, a.k.a. Marcellus Clay in the building. We got him. You know where yeah. we play the hot joint. This is Better Way, Beef Stew Radio. We live from Harlem, y'all. Let's get it. <laughs>
Yes, yes, yes. That's Marcellus and Jay Marcus. Marcellus Clay in the building. Now, do you feel that um, you're an independent artist, right? You're independent yourself. Yes, I'm independent. Yes, sir. Now, what are some of the challenges as an independent artist that you that you face just trying to get your music on shows? Do you feel that it's easier as an independent artist, or is better when if when when you were a science artist or something? So. I'm 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 gonna keep it completely honest, man. Um, being an independent artist, it's, it's, it's I mean it's it's hard. I'm not gonna lie, it's, it's hard. Um, now being being signed, the only thing about that is once you sign a paper, they're gonna they're gonna fund you up front, but most likely you're gonna have to pay that back. And then sometimes with certain artists, they they're not able to pay it back. So now they're in debt, which means that you know what I'm saying that they it's it, it's, to me, it's crazy, man. But I'm not gonna lie. It's better to stay independent because you, you have you, you own everything. You say what goes. When it comes to shows, you can name your own price. When it comes to um, music videos, when it comes to funding, when it comes to uh, to anything dealing with the music side, you have to save. That's, that's the only thing that you have to do. Is as long as you save money and stay consistent. But yeah, it, it's better to stay independent. It's, yeah, it's better. Now. If you had the like, if you like, who would you make? Who would you say like, if you could work with anybody that's out there, that's already that's out there established, and you could make a super album, who would be some producers, singers, or rappers that you wouldn't mind working with? And you say in Dallas? It could be anybody. It could be all over the world. Okay, man, for real. <laughs> I'm, I'm a huge fan of for real. I'm a huge fan of Dr. Dre. I'm a huge fan of uh, Jay White. You guys heard of Jay White, right? I don't want to be yeah. according to me. Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I would love the way Chris Brown, man. This 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 guy is super talented. I met him once in person in uh, California, and it was it was dope. You know what I'm saying? The experience was really dope. I would love to work with him. Uh, Bruno Mars, rappers, man. I, I'm I'm, a, I'm not really a big fan of rappers. You know what I'm saying? But Kendrick Lamar, to me, is the dopest rapper. Like I. I <laughs> I have every every song in my catalog, man. Um, I'm trying to think of who else. And two chains. Mm. Those are my two favorite reps. Two chains and uh, Kendrick Lamar. Mm. So yes, sir. Yeah, now, my, my, now as a, go ahead, I'm sorry. As an independent artist, do you get your music into the clubs? Like, you know, what I'm saying, like, getting into the clubs or to the places that kind of get you. So we know basically online, but what about when it comes to the clubs and stuff like that? How do you work things like that? Man, I, I literally take a day of the week, and I take me, me and my nephews, and they, they're old enough, though, but I take them, and we just hit the clubs, man. Um, I was at V-Live last weekend. Uh, I passed DJ Steve some music. I was at uh, XCC. I was at, uh, uh, at DG. So basically what I do is each month I set a goal to hit at least four or five clubs. Some don't accept it, and mm-hmm. some do. Yeah, so, and mm-hmm. so that's, that's the easy way to do that for us. Yes, sir. Okay. Now you got Hold Down. That's another song, man. What was the inspiration behind that? Hold You Down. Okay, so <laughs> Hold You Down came, uh, another experience. Hold You Down came from uh, uh, about seven, eight, seven, eight years ago. I was with somebody, and we had some problems, and she had a depression issue. So I always told her, no matter what she go through, I'll be here. You know what I'm saying? Even if we're not together. That's how strong our relationship was. 
So she ended up getting sick, and she ended up in the hospital. She's uh, she's married now, but she ended up in the hospital. I was there for her. And for her to not remember, you know, now I guess I was there. But she, she said she don't remember everything because she was in a coma. But I was there, bro. Mm-hmm. And she literally, bro, she, she broke my heart, man. She broke my heart. So yeah. I, I wrote that song to let her know, like, yo, I'm, I'm going to hold you down. I'm here. Even with, even if you're with him, you know what I'm saying? But we haven't talked, but I'm here. Basically. But, yeah, man, that's, that's where that first came from. Me going through the end of my relationship. That's a deep, deep joint right there. We're going to get into that joint right there. Hold you down. Once again, Marcella's in the building. Marcella's playing the building. Definitely got some good music for y'all today. We rocking right now live from Harlem. We in the building. Let's get it.
joint, another hot, hot joint. You know what I'm saying? My man Marcellus in the building. Marcellus Clay in the building. That's another hot joint, fam. You know what I'm saying? Um, do you do you got an album coming out or EP? Uh, yes, sir. The EP is called, um, the LP is called Alter Ego. It will have seven songs on it. Um, you want me to name the songs or just? Yeah, uh, you can name the songs or you can name who, any collaborators or any producers that you want to shout out. Oh, thank you, man. I want to shout out Tyler Norris, man. He, uh, Tyler Norris and Nathan. Those are the two guys who helped me, who helped build my career through what here today. Uh, these guys are awesome, bro. Uh, they, they both can hear good. I mean, hear really good when it comes to singing, when it comes to any type of instrument. Man, they're awesome team. Um, and I also want to uh, give a shout out to Gentry. You know what I'm saying? He, he has up on the writing. And uh, I have a song called Mona Lisa as well. I'm going to give a shout out to Eclipse. He's in, uh, he, well, I think he's out of Dallas. I believe he's from Dallas. Uh, yeah, that's it, man. It's, it's seven songs on the, on the LP, and I'm, we actually have four music videos that's going to be dropping here in the next, I say, by October on YouTube mm. and on all platforms. Spotify, Tidal, all platforms. Yes, sir. Okay. Now you got a real controversy song right now. How you feeling about the song? Your single that's out right now. It's 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 a deep song. And it's one of those songs that could hit the, hit you know like Curtis Mayfield or something because it's dealing with the times, you know it's, it's dealing with a lot that's going on like when Curtis Mayfield was making music and making music for situations and things that was going on that was dealing with civil rights and stuff like that. You kind of dealing with the you know the police brutality and stuff like that. What made you want to do that song, and what's it been like since you've done that song? Man, it it, it it opened some doors. Um, I can tell you this. After the whole Breonna Taylor and the George Floyd, I was already writing this song. When the, when they when the, these two people and the accidents happened with them, man, I literally, like, I, I just went on a, a, a writing first. I just started writing more and more and more. I, I literally read four pages, but I had to cut it down to the actual song that you hear, that you heard. So... I was just hurt, man. Like I was, I, I was in pain. I was in pain. I watched the George Floyd video. I, I literally went back to every death, police brutality that that basically that was that was publicized. I watched every single video in order to write this song, man, to, to feel you know what they feel and understand. Just the whole process, just the whole process, bro. And it, it hurt it. It hurt it. It hurt it. It hurt it. And I wrote this song within. I, let me see. I, I started it last year. I stopped. And when, when the whole incident happened with this, that's when I finished it. But I finished it within like a 30-minute a, a session. And that's how angry I realized I was. And I was like, dang. So the next day I called my producer. I called Nathan. And I said, hey, man, I got this song. It's, it's, it's about the whole police brutality. You know what I'm saying? The, just everything period. I'm sorry. Hold on one second. Go ahead. I got it. Thank you. Uh, just everything period, man. And he told me, come on in. We talked about it first before we started recording, and we got an understanding of how we're going to sing it. Uh, we got everything in order, and he put the beat down, and we killed it, man. <laughs> he told me, he okay. him, I'm going to give him out the booth, and it's amazing. You did it. Yes, sir. All right. Now, um, I want you to tell the people where they can follow you, where they can get all your music out and all that stuff. I'm sorry. One more time. I can't you, I said I want you to tell the people where, where they can follow you and where they can get all your music and stuff at. 
Okay, you can follow me on Instagram at Marcellus Official. I'm also on Snapchat as Mr. Clay. You can catch me on Twitter at Clay Marcellus. And you also can catch me on SoundCloud and YouTube at Marcellus Clay. And you can catch all my new singles on Spotify. On every single play, I want to name all of them. It's a lot of them, but I want to name all of them. But you can catch me on Tidal, mm-hmm. Spotify, Amazon Music, Apple Music, every, all that. I'm on every single, uh, every single one of them, man. The album is dropping October 16th. All right, man. So, yo, bro, I thank you for coming through, man. I appreciate you. You definitely got our support here. We definitely going to be banging them when the album come back, man. Get back at us. Let us get a taste of the whole thing, man. We definitely want to support that, man. We're going to get into this. Yeah. But once again, we thank you for coming through. No, thank you, bro. Hey, I appreciate all the support and love, man. Hey, you guys are awesome. Thank you. All right. So once again, this is Marcellus Clay in the building. This is a hot joint. Woo! This is this is I can't breathe, and it's a hot song. Y'all make sure y'all stay stay tuned. Look on look on the website because we're gonna have all the info how you can get this song and how you can get to the homie. All right, Beach Do Radio. You know how we do it. We in the building. You can see police here now firing tear gas into the crowd. What we witnessed for many hours overnight was a confrontation between police and protesters that symbolized the anger of a community that is pleading for and demanding justice. I can't breathe with your knee on my neck. I can't move with your guns on my head. I can't breathe when you're covering my face with me. Black and white 